0: So St. Clair is particularly remembered for the passion with which she lived out a life of poverty. Of course, with St. Francis, um, they they were companions in the response that they gave to how they had encountered the Lord. They both set out on living this this way of life that was so radically given to only desiring Jesus that they gave away all their possessions, that they lived with very little... um, in terms of housing, clothing, food, anything. They lived very, very simply. But for both of them, it was a real experience of joy. Um, And we we see that the the sisters, the the women who followed Claire in living this way of life are known as the poor Clares. So I want to reflect today on the, the gift of poverty that Claire witnesses for us because as it's one of the evangelical councils of three particular ways in which we're all called to imitate Jesus in the way that he lived while on this earth um, in poverty chastity and obedience and as religious um, it's a bit simpler for us we do it kind of radically in a more literal way so that's that's one way that you can live it out but everybody's still called to take up these these virtues in some way so while perhaps not being called to give away all of your possessions and you know throw in your lot with the church and only live by God's providence whatever he provides day by day. God's still living you calling you to live in poverty in some some way and I think these readings today speak to what the response really looked like from Claire's heart and perhaps what what it means for us to live poverty perhaps in a as a spiritual attitude if not as a literal way of life. Um, As I mentioned that Claire's desire to live this way of life had really come out of encountering Christ in such a way that she wanted nothing else. She knew that Jesus was all she wanted to go after, all she wanted to possess and therefore anything else in her life could have gotten in the way of that and it's very much in line with what Paul is talking about in our first reading from the letter to the Philippians that I believe nothing can outweigh the supreme advantage of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Claire, like Paul, had discovered that knowing Christ was the greatest gift she could have, the greatest thing she could possess, not that, not that our relationship with Christ is something we possess, but nothing else, no, no riches or grandeur or comfort could ever compare to the blessedness of knowing Jesus and so she was content to give away everything if that allowed her to come closer to Jesus and that that sense of how we come closer to Jesus through poverty is explained as as Jesus is teaching to the apostles today. Peter asked that very question of what about us Lord if we give up everything to follow you what does that mean for us? Are we just poorer for it or how does it how does it benefit us? And Jesus' response is about how those who've left anything for the sake of Jesus, for the sake of following him and seeking him, they will be repaid a hundred times over. So the meaning of poverty, of, of denying ourselves certain possessions or comforts or um, not going after other desires that we have for the sake of our desire for Jesus, allows us to be filled even more with the riches that God wants to give us with the riches of relationship with him, but also because our desires, while, while true in some certain sense, they're coming out of a true place within us, are most fulfilled, they're best fulfilled with whatever God wants to give us. He knows our hearts better than we know them ourselves. So by this practice of poverty, um, even of spiritual poverty and, and a poverty of heart, we open ourselves up to receive more of God. It's saying that with with Paul and with Claire, we're saying that I want nothing else. I don't want my heart to only long after a delicious meal to be on the table or a comfortable bed to sleep in at night or um, comfortable riches around me or whatever else we desire. I don't want my desires to stop at that. Lord, I want to know you because that's my one true aim. So whatever that poverty looks like in our lives, however we can... Foster that, that might mean giving up some possessions or just going without certain desires or pleasures that we might otherwise seek after. What God always wants to draw us to in the spiritual life is to desire him more and to make more room in our hearts that we can be filled with his gifts more and more rather than filling it with what we want. So Let's, let's be led by the Lord in, in what our response of poverty might look like in our own circumstance of life. But let's allow God to draw us to know him more and to draw us to empty ourselves so that we can be filled in with his life and his love and all the gifts that he wants to give us.